Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one. Okay, Julie, we're back. Of course, we want to start out by acknowledging that today is September 11th. Yes, indeed. And we all need to take a moment to reflect and maybe have a few minutes of prayer and think about what happened that day and what how you maybe were affected yourself. I know some of you guys had clients, but think about it and, you know, reflect because and it, it's historic. And if you've not, if you're too young that you haven't been exposed to it, maybe when it happened, you weren't um, you know, aware enough to know what, how significant that was. Uh, it behooves you to go and research it so you can understand how that was a very pivotal historical event for the well for the world, but for the United States specifically. Uh, but also how significant, for example, the pandemic that we're going through now is also going to have a similar far-reaching effect that the um, that the attacks on the twin towers had and on, on our country. So understand that, generally speaking, human behavior follows patterns, and you can see what happened after September 11th, and you're sort of wondering what the future is going to be like post-pandemic. Well, guess what? Um, You can kind of model out in your own mind what it's going to be like if you look at how the country changed after September 11th. But in the interim, obviously, pray for the people that were affected and are still affected by that. It was a huge tragedy, Um, just something that I think forever will be remembered as a one of the saddest days in the history of the United States, if not the world. For sure. Julie and I were in England, actually. Not uh, You were right about the scheduling, because I remember we were in the mm-hmm. cab, right? Mm-hmm. We, were, we were debating yesterday how far after, how long after September 11th we were um, in England. And I actually remembered last night. Mm-hmm. So it was in December, yes. December or January. Right. And I remember when we were in England and we were, you know, they knew, we people would ask us where we were from and we'd say, America. Everybody wanted to um, pull us aside and sort of console us, right? As if it had been a, it was a personal thing because we're Americans, but we didn't lose anybody personally. But that's how the world was reacting yes. to the what happened to our country, at least our exposure to the folks in merry old England. So, you know, this pandemic thing is a global thing, and the effects it's going to have on how all of us interact and how all of us communicate with each other. It's going to be far-reaching and forever changing everything on the face of the planet. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing either because there's, in our opinions, there are going to be more positive things that come from the pandemic um, as a result of all the new technologies that are being birthed and all the new ingenuity and the, you know, the evolution that's happening and so many ideas that maybe we're just, you know, bumping along before. Now we're going to see people being released from a lot of the sort of traditional ways of living, um, places where they've had to live. Everything's going to change and, and you should be excited and you should be thankful that you're alive during a time where there will be something that Julie and I feel is very much going to feel very similar to a renaissance. Renaissance in lifestyle, renaissance and even how essentially people choose to live their lives in a very profound and meaningful way. And, you know, you guys will start to see, and we're starting to see more breadcrumbs that are leading to the idea that maybe this pandemic at the end of the day is reminding everybody that you only live once and you're dead a real long time. So maybe we should focus on what's most important and maybe spend a little bit less time on the things that are less important. And you can self-determine what those things and what that means to you. Now, today we're going to be talking about 
um, the last part of our goal setting and motivation plan that we've been presenting to you over the last week or so. And the reason that Julie and I are drilling down that on these points now is because this is a critical time of year. Every year is a, every time of year is a critical time of year for you to be drilled down, but now more so than ever. Now, Julie, why now? Well, now remember, we've been talking about this, that what you do fourth quarter is a huge determining factor, maybe the number one factor of how your next year is going to go. It's almost like next year has five quarters instead of four, this being the first one. And what you do now, you know, if you if you kind of slide, you can guarantee that first quarter is going to be pretty terrible. And how's that to start out the year? You will be demotivated if you allow that to happen to yourself. So just like after 9-11 and just like we're dealing with with the pandemic, you have one mantra, and that is, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. You are in control. You have to realize that, especially right now where the world seems out of control between the pandemic the riots, the wildfires, the hurricanes. <laughs> There's five hurricanes in the uh, Caribbean right now. So you've got to take control. And we wanted to talk to you about the diff- starting out, the difference between a dream and a goal. We're going to talk about the five areas of life to set your goals in and how you can set that up. Now, I want you to realize that Julie and I are not doing what you know everyone else does. We're not talking to you about goals at the start of the year. We're talking about goals that really, you know, it's not even fourth quarter yet, but it's darn near. Uh, of the previous year. And why is that important? It's the reason Julie just stated. You got to listen to what she said. It's incredibly important. Your new year is effectively already started. The worst thing for you to do is start trying to you know, set and accomplish goals next year because the patterns of life and just the headwinds that all of us experience will make it so the essentially there's about a zero chance you're going to accomplish any of your goals. And I want you to think about this. Let's say, for example, you choose, and I always use this example because it's easy. Everyone can understand it. You're going to choose to lose, you know, 15 pounds or whatnot. At the same time of year, this is you doing it the way you've done it maybe in the past, where you're making that, you know, proclamation, right, at the beginning of the year when literally millions of other people are doing the same thing. And this is, if you guys know anything about gyms and gym memberships, most Mm -hmm. gyms sell their most, you know, number of, uh, memberships at the start of the year because people make all those decisions to lose the weight, New Year's resolutions and whatnot. And then statistically, most people give up around April or May. And uh, if you guys, again, if you go to a gym, you'll notice that at the beginning of the year, it's, it's busy with a lot of people trying to lose you know, 15 pounds or 20 pounds. And then early spring, they give up. And then maybe if, you know, if 100 people joined a gym at the beginning of the year, you'll see two people that are showing up by maybe mid-year of that initial group of 100 people. Well, why? Because life gets in the way. Life gets busy, and you fall back onto the same behavioral patterns. So by starting essentially three or four months earlier, as in you're starting the fourth quarter of the previous year, you're giving yourself an advantage of getting past the getting ready to get started, getting past the talking yourself into it, getting past the false starts, and you're actually then rolling into the new year already having the new habit form that you're trying to focus in on, which is going to lead to the accomplishment of your goal. Yeah, it's almost like a practice quarter where you're going to earn while you learn, if we're talking about financial. You're going to get into your habits now so that you can actually accomplish these goals. Now, what's the difference between a goal and a dream? A lot of people dream that they're going to get into shape. They dream that they're going to save more money. They dream they're going to make more money. Never on a coaching call ever has it happened that I want to make less or gain more. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one. Hi, Tim and Julie. I want to hire you guys. and You guys be my coaches. Here's my goal. I want to lose. I want to gain weight. 
I need to be fatter. I mean, there's people out there that want to gain weight <laughs> know, for you know, muscle well, or whatnot. Sure. Uh, and I want to earn less money. Yep. I'm going to have less free time. Yep, less savings. I want to have crappier relationships with everybody I know. Yep, and I want to get dumber, so I'll avoid the educational component <laughs> I want to get dumber. Um, let's see what else. <laughs> you know, know, all those things. Well, so the, a dream is just something that's kind of floating around in your head. We all have stuff like this. Wouldn't it be nice to do this? Wouldn't it be nice to do that? And you can fill in the blank with your typical go-to things. But to make it an actual goal, a goal is a dream that has an action plan. And in the Harris Rules book, Tim, we talk about SMART goals. So if you want to have an acronym, uh, it's S-M-A-R-T. Goals have to be SMART. That stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. So for example, everybody says, I want to earn more money. Okay. To your previous point, I don't want to be more broke. I want to earn more money. Well, okay. Is that a dollar? Is that a hundred dollars? Is that $10,000? So specific is I want to have six months of financial reserves. I maybe I've never had that in my life. And that is equal to, let's say that, uh, to run everything it, it costs, uh, 10,000 for your family. Okay. You six months reserved. I got to have 60 grand in the bank. That's specific, right? That's not just I want to earn more or do better. Maybe it's the weight loss thing. I want to, you know, I want to get in shape. Well, that's just a dream. That's kind of nebulous. Who's, you know, everybody says that. So specific would be based on, uh, you know, something real like meeting with a nutritionist or a trainer or doing your research yourself. I want to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to go low carb. Uh, and here's how I'm going to do it. It's got to be specific, all right? It has to be realistic. Well, so the key point being, it's just what most people do in the fallacy of goal setting is you just write down a goal. Or not even write it down. Or not even, right, or not even write it down. Or, you you know, and the goal then doesn't have the action plan. A goal without an action plan is a waste of time. It doesn't yeah. work. You'll never and do it. A goal is a dream with an action plan, but it has to have an end date. Mm-hmm. So you have to have specific end dates set to all of your goals. So the, if you're not really efficient at setting, let alone accomplishing goals, the st- suggestion we give in our book, Harris Rules, and we certainly tell all of our coaching clients, is you don't need to choose annualized goals. You can choose 30-day goals. 30-day goals are fantastic. And then you can, you're, you're going to be able to build your goal setting and accomplishing muscle, right? Form new neural pathways. And then you're then going to be able to set 90-day goals, then six-month goals, then 12-month goals. For the most part, setting goals for most people more than maybe 90 days is an utter and complete waste of time. Now, with that said, it is a clever way if you set, for example, um, the goal of saving, pick a number, $100,000. Well, that's an easy, money goals are actually easy to wrap your mind around because you can work the math backwards. You want to give yourself 12 months to save $100,000. You're then going to basically say you're going to save off uh, 10% of every check that you earn off the top. It's going to go to savings. And you know that last year, based on earning this amount of money, this is how much money you'll be able to save so you can adjust accordingly. Again, this is just goal setting 101, but it's a goal without a, uh, an action plan, without an end date, is not going to work. Yes. And so if you can break the bigger goal down to monthly goals, then you're going to win. And then if you even break them down to daily goals, let's say, for example, you want to learn how to um, you want to learn how to be a listing agent and you don't want to buy leads. You're sick of all the Mickey Mouse 
uh, buying leads. You're tired of being stuck in the the hamster wheel of being beholden to buying leads. You're tired of being dependent. You're tired of not making profit in your business. You're just sick of acting like a you know real estate hack and you're really trying to become a real estate professional. And you know in order for that to happen, you're going to need to be a listing agent. So for you to be a listing agent, you're going to have to learn how to proactively lead generate. You're going to have to learn how to you know prospect. You're going to have to learn to pre-qualify, present, negotiate, close. You're going to have to learn how to do all these types of things. But you don't have to do it all at once. You're not just going to snap your fingers and all of a sudden be really good at it. So let's say, for example, you've completed the real estate treasure map, which by the way, we give you the treasure map for free. It's our fill in the blank business plan. And you can get the real estate treasure map as being one of the members of our free coaching program. And just be clear, the free coaching program is basically 10% of the normal coaching program, but it is free. It does entitle you to a daily semi-private coaching call. So with the free coaching program, we give you a bunch of books and guides. And one of the ones that Julie and I always uh, prescribe to everyone is the real estate treasure map. And it is the fill in the blank business and life plan. It does take you through the exact process that we're describing, where you break down exactly what the goal is, exactly what the action plan is, the exact plan, how to accomplish it. When you complete this, and listen, it's no lightweight fill in the blank one pager that you're just going to sit in your stick in your desk and forget about. This is something that we intentionally made detailed, intentionally required that you actually use a calculator, <laughs> intentionally required you actually put some effort into, because the more effort you put into something, the more likely you are to accomplish it, because you know you've invested a lot of your you know effort into it. It's not just going to get forgotten about. And when you're done doing the real estate treasure map, you're actually going to feel you're going to feel a lot of ways relieved because you're finally going to have a very clear plan and path forward to accomplishing your goals. Well, it's very specific to you. So here's the difference. And we've demonstrated this in many coaching calls, live events, et cetera. By the way, to get into the free coaching program, text the word survival. I know. Text the word survival to 31996. We did this yesterday where we forgot to give the code. put a sign up. Well, text uh, the word survival to 31996. Just go ahead and text the word survival to 31996. And when you do, we'll text you back um, a link. Click the link. You can join the coaching program. It takes about three minutes. So text the word survival to 31996. So what's funny about the treasure map is it gets you so clear. It is very specific. It is very personalized. It's not a cookie cutter thing that you can just get for free online. And what happens is so many agents, if you put them on the spot and you say, how many units do you want to do next year? They just come up with some random thing that sounds good. Like it's always 50 units, 100 units, 200 units, whatever. Something that sounds good. Or it's something that's like, 10 units more than their uh, office mate, right? Because if that person can do 25, I'd be able to do 35. Well, what the treasure map does is it, is it personalizes, it gets into your actual finances. It has you set goals in five areas of life. So if you want to write those down, they're family, physical, financial, spiritual, and educational. Then it combines what you have to earn with what you want to earn as a result of your specific goal setting and you figure out how many units it actually takes. And I'll tell you what's funny about that. And time. we focus on seller units primarily, yes. not buyer units, because buyer units are, you can't, you really, Less you can't build a predictable business around that. So when she says units, we're always talking about you guys being listing agents and doing buyer, buyer sides um, on the side, frankly. But your focus has to be on listings. Buyer should be bonus. Right. Yes. So what's funny about that is the number is almost always smaller than what they think. Like they yep. think it's going to take a hundred deals for them to move the needle in their life. And it's like 38 or something, you know? So people are always really surprised by that. And, um, you know, when you get, when you have it done, it's something you'll actually use. So that's the drill down from the, uh, real estate treasure map. Uh, elements of this are also in Harris rules. 
So that's the homework is set the goals in five areas of life. We're, we can send you this information. No, no, it's, you know, it's part of the free. I'm that's not, what I'm saying. 31996, yeah. they right. get it, right? Text the word survival to 31996 and sitting there waiting for you on the website. Don't obligate us to send a bunch of emails. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, send them through that yeah, yeah. text. Right. And so this, I think, really should be a fourth quarter thing just to get them started. For sure. Versus trying to make, you know, some people will try and get you to do like a five-year plan. Well, that's not realistic. We barely even know what's going to happen fourth quarter. So set a, even if you do a 30-day goal, right? So you were talking about just getting the treasure map done is a great goal. You're going to feel so much better after you've got that done. And that will lead you to something like then getting your pre-listing package done. Starting to pre-qualify everybody. That's the path to being a really powerful listing agent is a step-by-step process. Fallacies of goal setting you guys need to be aware of. Don't try to pursue uh, balance. Balance is a myth. Balance is not something you're ever going to accomplish in your life. Uh, you wrote that down. Is that your next point? Yep. Yeah, so be okay. careful. A lot of te- a lot of times it's in the per- the popular zeitgeist. You're supposed to buy life coaches and all these wannabe life coaches. They're always telling you guys, pursue balance. And th- th- you just can't do it. You cannot have an exact amount of time and energy <laughs> allocated to the things that, you know, your family, your finances, your health. Your, it does not work like that. It's actually it, more stressful to try. Totally. And, and so give yourself permission to be completely out of balance, um, and, but do it in such a way that you're not going to destroy yourself along the way. And I'll, I'll give you most, again, Julie and I are real estate business uh, coaches and consultants, so I'll just give this most obvious answer or example. If you're trying to build your business, if you're trying to essentially make a profitable business, that's going to require a heck of a lot of time and effort. And it's going to require you to actually drill down maybe for the first time ever and really make yourself, uh, you know, do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's going to take longer. It's going to require more effort. It is what it is. That's the truth, guys. There are no shortcuts to anything worth having in life. That means that you're probably not going to spend as much time doing other things. So your friends might start to feel neglected. Maybe you can't go to the gym for an hour a day. Maybe it's just a half hour a day. There are going to be some things that have to be sacrificed in pursuit of a meaningful goal. That's just how life Life works. Um, you know, like I was talking with someone in our EXP group, Julie, who's trying mm-hmm. to add, they want to add uh, 10 agents to their team this year mm-hmm. as far as their revenue share team. And they're like, I can't. How do I down? Da, 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 da. And I said, you're going you're gonna to have to sacrifice. Obviously, you, you're either going to have to add some work time to the beginning of the day, the end of the day, or you're going to have to reallocate the time in the, in, you know, in, in the day. Yeah. Or you're going to have to do all three in order for you to basically find the extra time. But all of us have extra time. All of us are just you know, unbelievably prolific time wasters. <laughs> you know, so just so true. We do it without even thinking. We give ourselves these little hall passes where, okay, I just did a task and now I'm going to go screw around on Facebook for 10 minutes and then it turns out to be two hours you didn't even realize it and you got pulled into 15 different political arguments that you really didn't even care about you know prior to stumbling across them but the point is is that the balance thing is a that very subject or that very idea that you can have balance in your life will give you imbalance because you're going to feel stress you're going to be doing one thing trying to say for example improve your business and your financial situation and then you're going to because you're oh my gosh I'm only supposed to be doing this for three hours a day or I'm I'm out of balance now I'm feeling like yeah. I'm neglecting and see how that gives you ridiculous you can end up of crashing the whole thing because, you could you know you get all screwed up and, in your head and then because you believe some fool telling you that your pursuit should be you know towards balance you're then going to basically feel like somehow you couldn't do it so there's something wrong with you that you couldn't have balance yeah. guys balance is a myth but I just for the sake of keeping a happy home life right do tell your family do tell your kids do tell your you know friends and everyone else that for the next 12 months you're going to be drilled down 
Put it in writing. Send it to him. Be very clear. I'm really in pursuit of some specific financial goals. I'd appreciate it if you would yeah, support me this year. But also say, here's why. Here's why. Exactly. Okay. Now, if you have children, I'll tell you what we've always had our coaching clients do because it's not like kids are really going to understand that. I mean, they have a tendency to be a little you know, self-as sociopaths, a bit. You know, right? <laughs> but so if you need to make it so the kids are going to be, frankly, giving you some accountability towards the accomplishment of your goals. And what are the suggestions? And maybe this does or doesn't apply is make Disney World, for example, a payoff. I mean, every little kid likes Disney World, right? At, and Zoe is Disney World obsessed. It's incredible. I mean, why can't you and I think of a business that basically has <laughs> that kind of that it's crazy, right? I know, but you know, I've had coaching clients. So the so the idea basically is you set some specific goals. When mommy or daddy, you know, lists and sells twenty houses this year, or ten or five or hundred, doesn't matter. It just accordingly to your business plan, then we get to go on a trip to Disney World, okay? And then mommy and daddy have or or have pledged to accomplish that goal by you know, November of next year or whatever. So write that down and then put a piece of paper up on the refrigerator. And then every time you list and sell a house, right, you can mark it off. Remember the old Jerry Lewis telethon? I know you guys, many of you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. But imagine a big thermometer and every time, and you divide that, let's say your goal is to sell 12 houses. You divide that into 12 sections. And every time you sell a house, you color in a portion of the thermometer. And obviously your goal is to get to 12, which is the top of the thermometer. That's a very good visual reinforcement that your whole family can participate in. Now, I will give you a warning to that. When your kids see that that thermometer is not getting colored in or your spouse sees, they're going to be riding your ass to get back to work. Nothing like a little external accountability. There is no better (laughs) accountability partner than a kid who wants to go to Disneyland. It does not exist. You guys can burn up Facebook looking for each other all day long for accountability partners when they're sitting right in front of you. Or your spouse, for that matter. I bet kids more than your spouse, honestly. Definitely, definitely. But, you know, it, it, it can be things like I had a coaching client that did this goal setting with their kids as well. They were a little bit older kids. And they said, you know, what's one really big thing that you've been wanting and it was things like a fancy bicycle or scooter or something right. like that. And they did the chart with the kid. And, and so they, the child then learns some of this, these goal-setting techniques. And they had their own little chart, right? So they did their chores every day. And they get to have, you know, their bike at the end of 30 days. So you can, you know, really make this a fun thing for your family instead of feeling guilt for working your butt off now and then right. to get, attain your goals. Make it, you know, set the example. Sell them in on the idea why, you know, you're going to the gym every day. And that's the reason that you're not home, you know, maybe as much as you used to be, or you're going on a run every morning. Now get your butt out of bed earlier so it's going to be as less as least destructive yeah. and interruptive to their, you know, that. Guys, you just don't sell yourself so short. You have a thousand X, a hundred thousand X more capacity than you think you do. I realize that the world does not want you to think big. I realize the world wants you to feel dependent, beholden. I realize the world does not want you to ever be truly free. That's not something that the world wants you to have. So you're really going to have to fight against the headwinds that are essentially uh, omnipresent in our lives right now. Believe that you can accomplish financial freedom. Believe that you can not be free from having to buy leads. You can be listings-based. You can make a nice profit out of your business. And you can go to Disney World. <laughs> yes, that's right. But you've got to write it down. Make your goals specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Do it in five areas of life, family, physical, financial, spiritual, and educational, and get cracking. 
That's no it. Excuses. <laughs> so your homework is if you've not got the real estate treasure map yet, text the word survival to 31996. We'll text you back a link to join the free coaching program, log in, download all the free guides and the books and whatnot, ascend, attend the daily semi-private coaching call, and you're off to the races. And do this now. Do not, you know, succumb to the in, in, uh, innate desire to be lazy in fourth quarter. I feel it too. Everybody does. It's not exactly been a stress-free year. Seriously. I mean, this has been a wackadoodle year if there ever is one. And so give yourself the understanding that, yes, you're going to have plenty of time off. Remember, effectively, when you look at the calendar and really drill down, you take out the days that are going to be sort of forced days off because of holidays, you really effectively have 45 to maybe 50 days left this year where you're not going to have a naturally uh, built-in conflict with actually getting some real significant work done in your life. There's Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween. There's all the other things that are sort of going to be headwinds to you actually drilling down and working truly for the next three and a half months. There are not, there might be three and a half months left on the calendar, but there's effectively 45 to 50 working days. That should give you an, a, a feeling of stress knowing that you have less time to waste than you think. Use it wisely. Make it so that the future version of you, you know, let's say the early spring version of you is looking back at the you know early fall version of you from the previous year and saying, thank God you got off your ass and actually did what Tim and Julie asked you to do. Right. Thank God you were willing to make yourself uncomfortable. Thank God you didn't allow yourself to slow down and do nothing for the last three months and just play at work and do all the silliness that people, you know, pretend the faux work stuff that so many of you guys are attracted to. Make it so the future version of you is so proud of the past version of you because that creates momentum for more goal setting, because then you realize you've actually done something significant and you then have an unfair advantage on the year, right? You've beat the pattern. You've broken free from, you know, essentially the usual pattern that plagues most people accomplishing any real significant goals in their lives, which is waiting to the start of the year. So your new year has started. Welcome to 2021. Pop right. the champagne corks or whatnot. Get and, to work. And get to work. If you guys need us for anything, text us 512-758-0206. And that's my direct text. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, if you'd like to talk with Julie about joining our EXP family, text me directly, 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.